Hello, and welcome to Here Goes Nothing, an Invincible podcast. Every week, we recap an episode of the Invincible animated series, and we talk about the comics, too. We're two real good friends who like talking about Invincible. So if you like Invincible and want to hear two fans talk about it, here goes nothing. All right, hello and welcome to uh, Here Goes Nothing, which we just decided on the title of today, inspired by the second episode, which we are not about to talk about. The episode you're about to listen to is our first recording of talking about episode one. Um, I made some important mistakes with the audio, but I was able to salvage it more or less. Basically what happened is I was messing with the settings so I could pull audio clips from the show and it was playing very quietly through my speakers on my gaming laptop, which I used to record. And I couldn't hear it when I took my headphones off, but it was enough to cause feedback on everything I said. So I was able to, basically I tried to sync up our audacity files and I couldn't get them to sync. Like use the clap or whatever and it would be synced up for a while and then all of a sudden you would be talking and I would be laughing at a joke that you had made a couple seconds before and I just couldn't get it right Oof. so ba- so basically I had to use our zoom audio and I was able to clean it up but it made you sound a little worse and me sound a lot better so there's still some echo <laughs> on my voice everything you could dream of right no. yeah well <laughs> it was salvageable which was good that's all I'm I'm asking for so this episode you're about to listen to is um you know it's not the best but obviously I have a better microphone and set up now and so going forward hopefully it'll be better uh just to talk about who we are my name's Sean this is my good friend, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. <laughs> uh, we have known each other uh, always, pretty much, since the sixth grade. Um, and I'm currently 38. And you just turned 38 n- not too long ago, right? Brian? Uh-oh. <laughs> All, All right, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, yes, yes, 38. <laughs> okay. That's correct. Well, fix it in post. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, we've known each other for about 27 years. Can you believe that? I don't think about that. I just think <laughs> of just uh, uh, how great the show is. So. <laughs> so yeah, well, just to give a little bit of background, I got all of my superhero stuff growing up pretty much from 90s cartoons. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I barely owned any comics. Um, we never went to the comic store. If we went to a collectible store, we went and bought baseball cards. That's what me and my brother were into. So I might buy a comic if I had extra money. So I had like an X-Men comic. Um, I had uh, Ren and Stimpy Spider-Man versus the Powdered Toast Man. <laughs> uh, I mean, just weird random stuff. Uh, and then my dad made me throw them all away because he thought the boobs were too big and that I was going to be sinning by reading them. So uh, <laughs> that's how I grew up. So anyway, um, Brian and I have been, like I said, friends forever, and he got me into this comic back when it was still being published. Yes. And I was immediately hooked because it's amazing and uh, immediately thought it should be an anime because violent cartoons come from Japan. And so I was like, well, they're the only ones that'll make it. Yeah. Uh, And now we have all these streaming services that aren't afraid to touch it. So we're really excited about it. Uh, If you're still listening, if you're here to listen and hear two friends talk about Invincible, then that's what you're about to hear. If you like it, awesome. We're doing this for fun. 
we're not doing it to like make money or get famous or anything like that. We just, we like podcasts and we wanted to make one. If you don't like it, cool. That's fine. It's not for you. So should I say my background too? Seeing that you. Oh yeah. Sorry, man. I'm so sorry. I just got on. I just got on a roll. No, go Uh, ahead. Yeah. And I started uh, like Sean Saturday morning cartoons. That was always the deal. Um, A lot of my stuff came from that, but also I was really into collecting the cards. I loved the stats on the back. I knew all of the facts that were on the back of and all those. Oh, like comic cards. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then like, uh, I <laughs> collected a lot of those, like the Spider-Man puzzle one. So I used to have the plastic, you know, card sheets, you know, nine, you know, the whole nine, three by three. And then if you had it, basically they set up the little puzzles. So that way nine cards would equal like a whole fight scene. And like, it was, yep. so there's a lot of that stuff. And I used to reorganize. I mean, I was obsessed with those cards. My thing is like, I had some individual comics, but more than anything, like if I was ever got my mom, to buy me comics i always got the big thick books the collector series and that's actually how i got into invincible originally was i was shopping at a barnes and noble or whatever and i was like i like sometimes going through browsing like oh what you know this oh this looks kind of cool like invincible i'm like the art in the beginning i was like ah you know it looks all right but i mean this is interesting then you start reading it and then it does that turn and then you're just you're hooked. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I got caught up and I couldn't buy any more books. And then it kind of, you know, sad to say, it, like that's the hard part with like how we are these days of like we're not very good at having that attention span of like, oh, I'm gonna keep watching this every week or whatever. It's always I'm gonna binge everything and I'll only watch it when it's finally finally done. Like that's what happened with me, Game of Thrones. I never watched it. And, and thankfully, as most people will tell me, a good thing I didn't because it was, it, you know, <laughs> it was awful. But I fell off on um, on Invincible for a while. And then I just picked it back up one day and I was like, oh, my God, wait, they finished it. And so then I, I went through, read the whole thing and was like, it was it's the perfect comic. Like you, you, you should buy it. You should absolutely buy it and read it. Even if you watch this yeah. series, it's completely different. Like you should get all of it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. It's different in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I always thought you had a lot of comics because you were an artist and you used to draw it. And you always every T-shirt you had was Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I yeah. As far so. as like actually getting the comics, I got more like. I was into uh, Spider-Man a lot, and but and then when it got to the Clone Wars, that right there is what killed me for comics, is because that was a garbage dump of a of a of a series. Like Maximum Carnage was great, but when it got into the Clone Wars, you're like, who's the real Spider-Man? You want to blow your brains out because it's just like everyone's a clone, no one knows who's the real Spider-Man. So it's just, yeah, it 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 was a dumpster fire. So. Yeah, that's a little bit of our history with comics and just us. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, we are no experts by any. No, we're just we're just fans that want to talk about it. And like I said, we love podcasts, and we just have been itching to make one. Yeah. Um, and so this seemed like a good opportunity to just hang out and talk about something we really like. And Absolutely. if you like listening to it, cool. We're glad you're here. So without any further ado, we're gonna jump into episode one. There might be kind of a weird edit at the beginning. Uh, but then it'll just be episode one, us talking about the first one, and uh, we're about to sign off here and then talk about episode two. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh so we hope you enjoy it and um yeah here it goes finally some action <laughs> i do want preference if any person is worried about spoilers first off this comic did come out in 2003 it ended in 2017 it's 144 comics long you can read the whole thing and it's not going to spoil the show i don't think because the show is doing some deviations away from the comic so yeah that's for sure too worried uh brian actually got me into this comic i don't think i would have read it if we weren't working together and you told me to read it it's a really really good comic by um the same guy who made the walking dead the comic book game i guess the series i mean the series not the series what it is now but i mean yeah. the first season for sure well anyway uh so you know we're going to talk about the episode and a little bit about the comic i read reread the first three comics um but once i realized how far they were deviating yeah. they basically <laughs> like, there's not really a like i'm gonna reread them for sure and i haven't even finished all the comics yet so it seems like the first episode is like 90 percent of the first comic they did a couple changes in it, like um, they changed the love interest. Um, it's now uh, a black girl um, who is, uh, she's also been a lot of stuff. She was in, um, what's her name? Jesus Christ. It's Zazie Beats. And she uh, it, she was also in Deadpool 2. She was uh, Deadpool 2. She was Domino. And oh, uh, okay. yeah, she's also the love interest in Joker. The one with, uh, 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 what's his face? Uh, River Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Well, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that Joker. Yeah. It's really good. And also she is, uh, in the show Atlanta with, uh, Donna Glover. She plays a character well, named Van. I wondered about her because in the comic, it's like a, it's a dude. White little, what, who, it, what is? The, the guy that's getting picked on. That he kind of oh you yeah you read yeah yep yep where was the geek yeah yeah he's a he's a geeky guy he's still a not white guy but yeah. he's still uh, I wonder what they were doing with that <laughs> like yeah is she is she supposed to be a love interest because I didn't I didn't get that vibe other than he was just standing up for somebody um yes which you don't remember and I kind of forgot too if you remember a bit of a spoiler uh Mark ends up dating this normal girl for a long time before we meet like like there's a whole will they won't they with eve for a very long time but before that he was dating this girl named amber and that girl that he defended is amber and i think they mostly uh. do that so that way they're not over like i mean it's a cartoon so you got to be kind of you know you got to make economical choices so yeah like, with voice actors and stuff so that's what i think they're doing here well yeah and even like with uh the bully in the comic, the football guy and the bully are two different guys. Right, exactly. And they, com they combine them together. Yes. So, which I get, like, it makes sense. And skipping ahead, the other change, how he got his name. Because he originally got the idea for his name in the comic from defending the bully. And he gets right. in trouble, it gets sent to the principal's office. Which he ends it with, you know, he gives him a really good speech about, like, I know you never caused trouble, but... You know, you don't want to be picking fights with the bully and then ends it with you're not invincible, you know, and then there's a big, you know, little yeah. comic pop up of like, oh, ding, light bulb. Instead, they use that 
to build uh, in the cartoon, they they use the dad to kind of deliver that speech to help build that relationship and make him seem like he's a really good dad. Yeah. Well, which was a good choice. Good choice. I mean, yeah, let's I mean, let's get into it. Like, let's just start off at the beginning. Like the scene, the opening scene. Oh, yeah. The Mueller the twist. Se- Secret oh, Service. Oh, the Steve. Guys. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Yes. Did you did you know that John Steve Ham. is played by John Hamm? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, they are. Really, what is this? <laughs> They're really building these characters out. And these guys might come back. I mean, I don't know. Um, um, I, I'm spoiler for you. It is. You know how they always do that weird, um, like when he throws the trash bag, and like yeah. many comics later, it happens. It does happen, I think, in either episode two or episode three. The trash bag does land in front of that guy. So like, <laughs> there's there's a continuing plot line with, the, and his name is Steve, and there's a continuing plot well, line that we I do get they wouldn't every just episode. Have, I figured they wouldn't just have John John Ham in the first five minutes. Oh no. You're no hearing about this dude's life, um, and it just <laughs> continuously progresses in this world at the same time. So it's just like a, like a little narrative break. It's like that Dragon Ball Z narrative break where this, you know, uh, Hercules or whatever. Like, that's what he is to this, is he's that perfect little narrative break. I'm just like, what's going on with this guy? And it's hilarious every time. Uh, I love how they, because like, they're putting you in, like, these are two normal people just yep. dealing with a world with superheroes. So and they're they already introducing training. it. Yep. Yep. And they're like, and then how sincere John Hams Steve gets. He's yes. just like with his he's, son. He's yeah. my son. And the other guy's just sipping his coffee. <laughs> I never had a kid of my own. I wasn't there when he was born. I didn't I didn't teach him how to ride a bike or throw a ball. But in a few months when he walks across that stage and accepts that diploma. That is my son. Again, dude, it is in the like, in the future episodes. It's so great to call back to that character. It's just, it's just, it's so great every single time. They, it's, it's well executed. It's so fantastic. But um, they, like, obviously, you knew there was going to be a banger. Like, you oh, knew right. this was going to get interrupted. And I love how they introduce. The, the Mueller twins. Of the oh, the Gardens of Globe. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, the Mueller twins. Yeah, for sure. But like, well, the best part is they casted that. Like, this is what I really like about the show is who they cast for the roles are perfect. And using that guy, it's it's Kevin Michael Richardson. Um, he's an Ephesus family. He's Raven's dad in the Teen Titans. He's Trigon. He's also American Dad. He was the principal. He's also uh, from the Batman. He's the Joker. And more notably, you would know him from Lilo and Stitch. He's Captain Gontu, the big shark dude. That's uh, like, I don't know that movie at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, anyway, um, he is like one of like the biggest voice actors. He's in literally everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly. Yep. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and he's he's awesome, and no. yeah, they couldn't have casted anyone better for the Molar Twins. It's just fantastic. Like, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't do the Xbox bit like they did in the comic. Like, that was really cool. I still like them, and they do bring them back. And I mean, it's they are in the first three comics, those two. Yes. And so it was a good way to put like them a in training the story. Ground. Yeah. But then, like, every choice they made, I understand why they made it, like, in the comics, they don't introduce the Guardians of the Globe hardly right. at all in the first 
and but, yeah, but and they did a nice but, overall, yeah. But the end of this episode is the hook. Well, yeah, I mean that's oh the yeah, hook. like once once the end of the episode happens, or in the comics, once that happens, either you're in or out. Like I don't understand how you wouldn't be in. Oh, <laughs> uh, like. I had a really awesome, unique experience because I didn't watch it by myself. I watched it with my girlfriend and hearing her like because you get because I know everything that's going to like I know what's happening. I know why they're doing all these things and see from her perspective is really, really awesome because when she saw in the end, she's like did uh, her initial reaction was did I miss something because she because it went from. Showing all the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then, like, you know, Mark is just over there doing something, and then, like, has nothing, really, anything to do. And then all of a sudden it cuts to him killing off the Guardians of the Globe. And and, yeah. you, and and she was like, what just happened? Which was amazing, and that's also the thing that was different between, and I know why they did this, but that's also the difference between the comic and the cartoon is, in the comic, he just decimated them and they weren't even a threat. They weren't even a challenge to him. Yeah, and yeah. This, I liked that they kind of had a fighting chance or it seemed yes. like they did. I mean, this, like, especially with the uh, Red Rush, when he was like punching him and like leaving yeah. the marks while he's like crushing his head at the same time, like they really captured the brutality that the comic has. And like that was able, they had to do it in the first episode so that way they could set the tone for the show so you knew oh this isn't just some little silly cartoon like it gets real that's like about this first scene that they really made the guardians seem cool like yes yes red, like the I mean, use red powers. rush is awesome i the, the green <laughs> I, the green lady who is she um that is the green ghost You'll remember, like later on, at least in the I don't comics. Think, I don't think they say her name in uh, the, in the first episode. I don't think they say it. or the fish guy. I don't know what the fish. Uh, name the is. fish guy is uh, Aquarius. Um, okay. and he's and he is, the voice actor is the same for Aquarius and the immortal. And like the immortal didn't have a lot of lines either, which I was kind of disappointed with. Um, uh, but like yeah, the green ghosts. Uh, yeah, they didn't really say their names besides Red Rush and and Darkwing. Those were the only two. Like even Martian Man Woman. didn't really get his name. And yeah, War Woman. That's right. Darkwing um, doesn't. Was awesome. They don't say his name until later. Yeah, like, but I, I mean, I, I liked his sacrificing scene. That was really awesome. Like that. Like that's what really built it for me. Is like having. Oh yeah, that was... because at, at first you feel like you're kind of watching like a Justice League cartoon. Like they're doing stuff, but then when they had that Darkwing scene that really set the tone of just like, Oh, where this is a They're going to get crushed. Is yeah. Like you, yeah. yeah. Where you feel like he's good to get killed. Like he's like, okay, nope, I'm going to die. This is how it is. I've accepted it, but I'm going to say this lady at the same time. Like you did yeah. not see that in the justice league cartoons. And like, that's no. what makes it better. Just, I personally loved the see the little section where the green ghost where she like stretches out her toe and go and, and just touches, touches that the kid. kid, yeah, and that was so cool. And this this whole episode and this whole comic, honestly, it just gives me the same vibes that I got from like the first Avengers movie, like right. the like the team ups, like at the, the last scene of the Avengers when they're all like they team up and they're kicking ass. Yep. It made me put my fist in the air and feel like I was nine years old again. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, 
and that was like this episode gave me those vibes of just like and this scene specifically like it's a really great superhero team up of these weirdos <laughs> like there's a fish man yeah right <laughs> like well, it's and, and in the end he's just sitting there in his kingdom and he's just excited to get called away and you're like yeah bored. like yeah. everything's fine in the ocean well it's yeah but uh, yeah yeah <laughs> well and that's what i really that's what makes invincible so unique is just like you know it follows that typical superhero troop where like they're in the zone and like you know they're doing all their fighting but at the same time they take that break like it and then make you like oh they're normal like when red rush saves all of those people and he's like i'm sorry that i saved you so oh, fast the puking scene. and then they all just start oh, puking so good. sorry i wouldn't normally move so fast but there were so many of you that oh no it's it starts with one of you then that sorry and then he's like what like like but but that was like it's not just to be funny it's to be like of course that would happen if a superhero like (laughs) it brings you it's just like yeah there's superheroes but at the same time we're applying reality to the situation of like oh there's it's not just all glamorous here's the other dark side of it (laughs) and then like that's what makes it fast your inner ear gets all fucked up and you puke (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like he gets all pukey too it's just fantastic yeah or and i loved i loved that they kept that little bit on the end of the episode when he's uh when red rush is with his girlfriend and uh they're just having a picnic and then uh he gets a call and then he like that's the next episode Oh, is it? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. It's yeah, it's so great. He's with his fiance. It's so fantastic. I love that. Like because they did that in the comics too, and she's all pissed off because he shows back up in his fucking costume. It's like what? <laughs> like, well, oh. like obviously that first scene was great, and then uh, he cut to his normal life, like or his life. The him being on the toilet was funny. Yeah, well, I guess that's how it was in the comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Best Worst is a great name for a sausage place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to Best Worst? Yeah. That's like a great name. And him jumping up and down on the front porch is exactly what I would do. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, if, absolutely. If you thought maybe you could fly today, you would jump up and down on the front porch. Well, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Did you also notice that they had to change the name? I was confused because I didn't really catch it at first, but they had to change the name. It's not Science Dog. It's Seance Dog now. I don't know what you're talking about. Mark is really obsessed with his comic book, Science Dog. And he has a copy of Science Dog. Um, You'll see it in the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. But it's not called Science Dog. It's called Seance Dog. And apparently it's because... They actually made Science Dog a real comic in like 2011, so they had to change <laughs> it to avoid the property rights. So now it's Seance Dog, who's a dog who does like who's like a who's like a Doctor Strange now. So like that's <laughs> that's the whole thing now. So they changed it, uh, which awesome. is great. <laughs> I love it. I love that the um, the gay kid thinks his dad is hot. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> okay, okay. That was okay. a great shortcut. To just yeah. get past all that, like, yeah, this kid's gay, cares, whatever. Like, it's, it's fine. Right. And just him, like, yeah, your dad's with that mustache, your dad's hot. Like, yeah, right? Fine. It was a good, it was funny and a good shortcut for all of that 
Well, one of the things that I really do like, the choices that they're making to establish Nolan, Omni-Man, like, he is not the same Nolan as in the, like, there's a difference between this, this one and the comic book one. This one is a little more, like, it seems like he's more dutiful, but, like, if you know what the turn is coming, you know why he's acting the way he's acting. Yeah, when he's like, are you questioning me to his wife? And you're like, yes. oh, there it is. Oh, yes, shit. but you know why, spoiler alert, the reason why he's doing that is because he knows that he has to take over the world, and he's pissed off, and he doesn't want to do it, because he's a Vulturemite, and he's worried, and he doesn't, like, as a person who knows, you see all this. Now I want to tell you, from a person who doesn't know, my girlfriend, she thought and thinks he's doing all this is because he's jealous that there's another another one of him. He only wants to be the only Omni-Man. And she, oh, interesting. She, yeah, so she thinks he's jealous that his son is, like, becoming this new superpower. Oh, and he doesn't want him to do that. Inter- so interesting. That's yeah, awesome. Right? So I was just like, that's what she's getting from it. And I'm just like, oh, that's fascinating. Of just, like, mm-hmm. because... From our point of view, we're like, yeah, that's a, no, no, really, he's that's not. a take I never would have, I never would have expected. I, I because as a person who hasn't watched the comic or who hasn't read the comic, yeah, that's what you think is he's jealous or something weird's going on. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what I would think. That's why I'm so fascinated by it. Like she's, she's coming at it from a totally different direction than well, I think well, I would. Well, right, because he's kind of being well, because the what they're delivering. It, it, you have to really read into it. Like, you have to... If you're not a person who's read the comic, you really need to be paying attention to the very... They're doing very subtle touches to kind of point you in the direction that there's something going yeah. on. Yep. And, like, that outburst is one of them. Another one is when the immortal... He says he's not... He says, there's a point where he says he wishes he didn't get his powers. Yeah, because it'd be the worst thing. Yeah, Because if he didn't get his powers, then that means humans well, the, aren't a breeding... Oh, spoiler. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, the biggest thing is what happens at 1450 uh, where Mark reveals, he's like, oh, I got my powers. And then they cut the Omni-Man, and right when it does that, Onimus music starts playing, and you see him just stare at him, and he's like, are you sure? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, what's this? And that's where she. And at that point, she thought, "Oh, he's jealous, or he doesn't want him to get his powers." Because the message that she was hearing, or a person who hasn't read the comic, what they're hearing is, "Oh, he does not want him to be a superhero." But they don't know why. So the <laughs> the only reason why is because, oh, he's jealous, or there has to be something. But they're, I mean, like making the leap of, oh, it's because he needs his son to help him <laughs> fucking take over the world. And that's also, yeah. and I want to go back of, uh, before I want to jump, because this is jumping a little bit, I want to go back to the subtle touches that they put in there. And I don't know if you caught it, but one of them was, and they're kind of developing between Immortal. Like, they really, really lay back of the, off the Immortal. Because Immortal's really a bigger character than what yeah. they put in this episode. Yeah. One of the things is, he throws all of these, like, all uh, the soldiers up in the air. Yep. And then, and Ali Man comes He's in like, there, huh? and gra- yeah, huh? and he and he grabs a couple. But when it gets to the last one, the immortal fly like the immortal starts going after him because he thinks that Ali Man isn't going to get him. So obviously, Ali Man, or sorry, the immortal does not trust Ali Man 
And then he comes in and grabs him, and he looks at him and says, I, I, like, I got this. Like, yeah. I, was, I, was, I got I had him. him. And then, I yeah, him. I had him. That was it. And then as he's falling down, you just see him just not break his stare. He just yeah, stares at him. Yeah, he flies off. in reverse down yeah. to the ground. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I thought that a, was an interesting choice for him well, to fly, just fly straight backwards. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't turn around and fly backwards. No, nope, he ground. just, like, he's in the middle of a fucking fight. And the guy is flying away. He's being a hero. And all he does is he doesn't take his eyes he off. He watches him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Suspiciously. See, I like, but yeah. those are the things that normal viewers are not looking for. Like, you don't really notice that. You might, like, you kind of get the little tinge in your back of your head. Like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. Like, why is he doing it? Like, but yeah. you just keep going. You're like, oh, whatever. They're still fighting. I, he's in the background when they're all fighting. He's playing. He's like, he's acting like he's part of the team, you know? I, I rem- like, the first time I watched it, I remember thinking, why is he flying backwards? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, even, like, and, like, obviously it makes sense now, or... Right. But, but like... For people who know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you do notice it, but you wouldn't necessarily put it together. Exactly. And there's a lot of these things just sprinkled in there. Uh, like, an- the other one of, like... Because most of them aren't like what he does in the real world. Most of them kind of creep on with his family life. And you'll notice that like the like Omni-Man always or Nolan always has this like it seems like duty. You can tell like spoiler alert, the mission is I need to take over the world. You can see that that is kind of like the most important thing. And then you can see like there's that version of him. And then there's the version of I'm with my family. And what I really like is when they're when it's with his wife, it's just him and his wife, and you don't see the whole like there's no there's like nothing behind it. It's like he they're all yeah. like sexy. There's like a really good relationship there. And then with Mark, you kind of see like him kind of pushing that duty on him, but then you can see like he kind of catches himself and repeat like there's a couple times in the show where he'll catch himself and then he'll kind of like bring it back and be like, okay, no, I'm gonna be a dad. So, but to the viewer it just looks like he's just trying to be a good dad and you can see like he's kind of like feels like he's pressuring him too much but really he's just trying to build him up to what is going to come because my prediction is the last yeah. episode is going to be him punching him through fucking buildings and beating the shit out of each other and that's going to be number eight and good news to sidetrack a little bit they said that this could be seven seasons long well i hope so Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, based on this first episode, like, I love this. Like, yes. Just, not to jump ahead, but I loved this. I think it's great. I think, I hope anyone who just randomly watches it would like it. Like, I, I really think it's just good TV. Like, it's, it's a good story. Yeah, even if you didn't read the comics, I still think this is going to be really good. I think I that think... the pacing is a little fast, but, I mean, I think that's what... You, I think that's what you have to do. But the fact yeah. that they made them 45 minutes long was what they had to do. They had to put the big reveal at the end of the first episode. Oh, absolutely. They and absolutely had to. He, well, yeah. Me, well, because he actually talks about it. Uh, the writer, he said that we had to do it because we needed to switch it up because we needed to set up the mystery. Because what's going to happen now in the next few episodes is you know, as the viewer, that he's the one who killed him killed the entire team and then you have to watch as he just basically pretends that nothing happened and then 
watch what he does. So now you're watching him under a magnifying glass because yeah. and while he continues to pretend that he's normal. And at the same time, you want to know what the fuck and why. <laughs> yeah, I I know like plenty of books that I like that have been turned into movies. And I'm like, why did they change that? Like it yes. wasn't necessary. But I think everything the comics, that they did, yeah, everything they did was what, it, it makes sense. It makes it's sense. logical. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I'm like, like I'm a big fan of the comics, and I don't care about the changes they made. So. <laughs> yeah, no, like one of the biggest things of, like I said, like this one is different from the comic is the whole scene where he punches Mark and knocks the wind out of him. Like that, oh, that didn't happen. So... That didn't happen to comics, but like that was a really good defining moment of like because Which he's it, like, why, why? Yeah, it was well, a like, really funny like line read, basically. Like he's like, uh, yeah, what? Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He really executed that, but like more than anything of like what was really incredible about that is, like, I'm kind of shaky with um, what's his face uh, as 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 uh, Omni Man, like as the voice actor, because I'm like I don't know if he really knows. A.K. Simmons. Yeah. Well, I love him. Okay, but I just didn't know if he knows what he is executing here because it's really I think it's a lot hard, but. I think it's a lot. I, I think he's actually doing a really good job, but like in that moment is like that's a really perfect moment of for the people who read the comic, you know why he punched him, and you know it's to really test how strong is he, and like that's what he's doing. He's testing how strong is he. It's like can he take Mark if he has to? If Mark's going to get against him in this moment where he has to take over the world, can he do it? And the, and like that's what he was testing. But at the same time, uh. to a person who doesn't watch it is thinking, "Oh, he's just you're doing the the normal line of like, well, the bad guys don't pull their punch, you know, the incredible speech, you know, of mm-hmm. they're not like the bad guys in regular cartoons. They're not pulling their punches. Like they're going to kill you if they can. Like that's what they kind of delivered it. But like that that's what I really like about this is you'll see later in the next episodes of like the Viltrums have kind of that anger issue and they do a really good job of kind of like showing that of like they can get into that little blind rage like they can slip into it like it creeps up and you can see where they have that like vicious that's why i I thought was a really interesting scene when he's talking to his mom it's like maybe yes i'm like oh that's not the mark but sometimes I need to practice. Honey, it's the middle of the night. I have work tomorrow, you have school. Get inside right now. Make me. Does that make you feel strong? To know I can't physically make you do something? Is that what you need? But Necessarily. Yes, there are and times love, that he's kind of done that. I love yeah. that she immediately came back with, like, does that make you feel strong? Like, yeah. I love that she was just like, fuck you. And yeah. she calls him an asshole later. Yes. Like, I, I love that. Like, yeah, I really like that they've done that is because that dynamic with the mother and son, like it, it, it wasn't like in the comics. Like, I mean, it existed, but it wasn't to this extent that they're trying to do in the no, series. Like, he, there's a lot better in the it series. It was way more like I just love my mom because she's my mom, kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah. And she was. She's just kind of like a kind of like a sex pot mom. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, I love fucking Nami, man, and. I'm, I'm a cool gal, but there's not like a lot of character development. Well, so way later, where you start to see like 
like the aftermath of. I mean, she, it's not that she doesn't seem like a strong like, like she seems like, but it's just kind of two dimensional. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did not build her till like, like I'll tell you right now, like in the comics, like she gets a lot more growth way later on, like um, with the other stuff, but like. Uh, there was definitely some growth, like, when they find out that Omni-Man is the one who killed the, you know, the Guardians. Like, there was definitely, like, yeah. you see what happens to her then. But um, the other thing that I thought was kind of, oh, no, you won't find that out to episode two. Um, <laughs> this is why I won't watch episode one. Yeah, well, it's I because know. it's because of Cecil. Because Cecil, the, the government guy, is introduced. And one of the choices that they made is... Omni Man doesn't work with Cecil, so like he's always been a solo, and that was one of the choices that I didn't. Because you remember, he always had the earbud because eventually, like he like he always had the earbud, and he was told to go places. Oh, there's something happening in Japan. Go here. Then he would fly, go do that real quick, and then like there's a conversation in the comics where him and Mark are just flying, and then he would just keep popping off and coming back, but they don't <laughs> have that. They don't have that in the in the cartoon. Like they just kind of severed that of making Omni Man. I, I love that when he just like slides into the dinner table. There was literally a dragon. Yeah, Hong Kong. yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it. It was so great. Um, one of the really, really, really good things is um that I really liked is I was also kind of worried about uh, Stephen Yoon doing the voice of Mark Grayson. Obviously, he's the dude from Walking Dead, but mm-hmm. like. When they were on the rooftop uh, and they were talking and he wanted his dad to hit him again, like, he really pulled off that scene really well of showing both anger and vulnerability at the same time. I'm not going to hit you. You never hit me before, okay? It scared me. It wasn't too much. I could take the pain. I'm strong. I know you are. No, you don't! I know you think I can't do this. Hit me and let me prove you wrong. Please, Dad! Please just hit me. Oh, son. I'm strong enough, and I can do this. It's all I ever wanted for as long as I can remember. I want to do what you do. I want to be just like you. Of just like, yeah. come hit me, Dad. Just like, I can take it. I can take it. Like, and it was well, really... Well, when you hear your dad say he maybe he wishes you didn't get your powers. Yeah, right? Right? You're, you're like, wow, how shitty am I? So, well, yeah. what? Why? And when, when he looks at him and he's like, "Oh, son," I mean, it's a great scene. I mean, like it's a cartoon. That's the thing. Like, I was fist pumping at that scene because because I know what's coming for Mark, and like the amount of hell and the emotional torment that he's gonna have to go through. Yeah, and do all this shit. Like, I just said, like. How he executed that scene right there is how he's going to have to execute all those other scenes. And, like, it's going to be really good. Uh, yeah. But, well, you know what the one thing I kind of, like, I kind of upset that they got it, though? And I can I can understand why. But, like, why they didn't include the whole bombing thing. Like, the people who got the, the teacher was putting bombs on. Okay, that's episode two. No, that's not episode two. That no, that's comics. Time. Oh, yeah, comic. Yeah, but that's in the second comic. But the very first comic of that, the very opening scene was, is uh, him flying in the, like, the snow area with a guy uh, has a bomb on him. 
the very first page is him flying with that and saying, oh, here, wait, hold on. Here's how I got to this part. And then it goes all the way back. Uh, I have in my notes that Comic 2 ends up with an unwitting suicide bomber. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me look at the very first comic. I have like it all I, pulled up. I like, and I didn't get this vibe necessarily from the comics, but I got this vibe from the show for sure. It's like uh, very Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Like he's a wisecracker, kind of like super. Like Superman isn't a wisecracking kind of character, right? Well, they kind of. Well, I mean, yeah, he's got kind of that, and you'll see. Like, there's a point where like he's fighting the guy that's um the great guy. Yo, yeah, the and the he's like, dude. yeah. Who are you? And he's like, I haven't thought of a name. Got any ideas? And it was just, it, I was like, oh, Peter Parker. Who the hell are you? I'm, uh, I'm, I guess I'm working on that. Any suggestions? Yeah, right. It just gave me those vibes. Like, it's like if Superman and Spider-Man combined. Peter Parker, or <laughs> yeah. Superman and Spider-Man crossed. That's what we're, what Invincible is. Uh, with also, I would say a dash of the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. And I like, he, he's like... I, I just have in my notes where he says, how about ass kicker? Like he said, give a name. Yeah, right. And, and he's like, like back he's like, no, that would be stupid. And it, yeah. I feel like that was a dig at kick ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, Easily. I feel like it was definitely a pointed reference to kick ass. The catch scene. Uh, yeah, right. I just, not to be Neil deGrasse Tyson about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that's what Ashley actually pointed it out too. I'm There's, just like, that's not how that works. I'm like, they're just letting gravity do the work. Come on. <laughs> well, there's so much friction with the atmosphere involved. What is the baseball made of? Because if they're throwing it fast enough, where it can orbit the Earth yeah. in the atmosphere, it would disintegrate. Like that has to be a titanium. Yeah, it's. I get the scene. Like I like it. Like it's cool. It's a cool idea. I mean, they did the same thing in the comics. Yeah, no, I, I love the idea. Like, it's a cool idea. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Like, don't let my dumb shit get in the way of making a cool scene. But I had to mention that. Does <laughs> it bother um, me? Um, do they ever say what city he lives in? No. I don't even think that, wait. Is that in the comics? That is in the comics, right? I don't remember, but it's been a while. Yeah, I think there are kind of city names, but I don't ever remember. I don't remember anything. I mean, most of the time, it's like kind of generic. Um, I mean, it seems like it should be New York City, but then they never say that. So no, it seems more like a like a smaller than New. York, but, but yeah, if there's that many like superheroes and villains in a city, it's gotta be I mean, it's gotta be a populace. <laughs> yeah, right. Or maybe it doesn't, I don't know. That's my uh, assumption. <laughs> yeah. I like the line because there's those guys that are just like blowing holes in buildings. Yeah. Or the guy, and he's like You guys think you might have bitten off more than you can chew? That building has a hole in it! Look! Yeah, right. When in doubt, throw them into space. 
Yeah, yeah, I forgot that was in there. Yeah, that's Y'all, a great line. Yeah, no, I'm so like, yeah, I, I'm really glad that they carry they carried over the same bits of like, like I said, they threw the trash bag. I'm really happy that 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 carries on into a future episode. Yeah, uh, I mean they they carry a lot of stuff. Yeah, watching all three kind of, uh, I mean, I don't want to say it hurt me, but it's just like. You can see what they're doing. They're trying to be more economical with it. Like, especially, too, you're going to see who the bad guy is on there. And then I'm like, I was a little caught off guard of like, oh, they're okay. They're going the whole thing on this. Okay. Because that's kind of when the teen teen comes in and you get to meet Kate. My one one thing that I didn't like about the first episode is the song they picked for when he gets a super suit and then he's like flying around. Oh yeah, that like surf, surf song that they picked. Yeah, I didn't catch. Yeah, like it I, didn't really catch me. I don't listen to that stuff as much as you do. I. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme. It's a great show, and I'm glad. It, <laughs> like, oh, that was my one negative thing was the that song choice. Like I felt, I don't know what I would have put in its place, but I didn't. Another bit that they do carry over for all the episodes, which I really like, and they did in the first episode, and it really caught me off guard because it's like a slap in the face every time they do this, is like right when they're about to say Invincible, all of a sudden the blue screen pops up and it says Invincible, like, so they don't, uh, it just like, fuck, it just jump cuts right to it, <laughs> and you're like, boom, and they're like, oh, I'm like, okay, I get the show. But like, they do that through each episode, and the cool part is, as the episodes progress, there's like you'll like the first one I think is just regular. The second one has a little bit of blood on it, and the blood just keeps getting more like it just keeps getting bloodier. Oh, that's every cool. episode. Uh, every time, but like it's always in a time that they're gonna say invincible. It just like instead of saying the line, they're like, "Oh man, is he?" <laughs> like they just show invincible. They're <laughs> just like, "What the hell?" Well, so that, it, it's a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. My notes for that very end scene of the episode. Yeah. Uh, the first one is, holy shit, first F he kills the Guardians? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I really, like, it makes sense to me now. Like, yeah, of course, they have to do that episode one. But I really thought thought they were going to wait and do it later. And then uh, the next note I have is, damn, that eyeball pop. Yeah. Oh my god, I know. It, it's just like it, it it really like there's a lot of levels of like why they made these choices and like it really they could have did it somewhere else but like I said, the reason why the writer did it was because he wanted to make sure like he wanted you to have that mystery of like okay, well what the hell? Well, you're just going to ignore it and you're going to keep going like yeah. when do we get to find out? So so it, it, it's really active because you also like you'll find out like, uh, you know, you got the government guy looking after it, trying to figure out the whole scene because like the next episode it opens up with that of like the government guy coming in and like, OK, well, what the hell happened? And then yeah. you have the demon guy coming here, basically trying to figure out what's going on, which is also played by another heavy hitter that's always in like freaking everything. But we'll yeah. talk about that in episode two. So. <laughs> Well, I liked the, it felt like a reference to when he, he like, Hulk ragdolls Darkwing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like when Hulk ragdolls Loki. 
Yeah, it like, was the brutality. His yeah. name is Darkwing? Like Darkwing? Yeah, yeah. That's all I could think of. Yeah, same. I know. Darkwing, Darkwing Duck Boys got me. And, like, um, I like that Aquarius is still kind of like a joke character. It's just like, yeah, you're just a fishy that can shoot water. And, like, he just beat the shit out of him like it was nothing. But I was so sad when, he, like, my literal notes, all caps, fuck, fish man, no. <laughs> like, I somehow they made me love fish man. I just mean he is a fish person. I think you should maybe be nicer to him. It must be hard for him to make friends. Oh yeah, because he was just like a fun, like little weird side character, which like is perfectly like it lines exactly up with the comics, where like what those fucking people are and what that character like. That's a hundred percent the comic. Well, that's that's what rereading the comics and watching the show was just like how inventive they were with these superheroes. Like they just made these superheroes up, and then you're like, yeah, that rules. Like yeah, right. Like. Like, War Woman rules. Like, War Woman's awesome. I wish she wasn't dead. Like, <laughs> well, 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 like, there is, in the comics, there is another Green Ghost that they bring in, and the whole thing about Green Ghost is, and you will and you saw it in that episode, I think you saw it in that episode. Yeah, it's in where, episode two. Damn it. I, I remember yeah, that, that much where, from episode two. <laughs> yeah, where there's a green, yeah, like, the whole, her whole power is based on, like, a green, like, like, like a, a gem. gem that she just had to swallow when you swallow it. It turns you into the green ghost, so you like cool stuff. And I really yeah. like, like, she really utilized her powers, too. Just, like, you know, putting the Moore twins halfway through the cement. I like yeah, that. Oh, that, that was, was so really cool. Awesome. The, um, it, the it Justice made, League. Like, it made her power so great. It's, what's the Martian guy that she's... Uh, the Martian man? Yeah, Martian man. That's basically, like, all of the Guardians of the Globe are... Justice League, essentially. Justice League, yeah, but yeah, Darkwing is Batman. <laughs> the Green Ghost. Well, the Green Ghost is the only one that isn't, though, because the Green, Green Ghost, Ghost is the Martian. No, because they have Martian Man. So the Green Ghost and Martian Man are two separate people. And like, I think the Martian from the Justice League. Balls and stuff oh like yeah, that? yeah, he can face through things. That's just, okay, like, yeah, but thing. like they did a really amazing job of making a character who like. Isn't a heavy hitter? Can't and oh, and one of the <laughs> one of the notes that Ashley said is, "Oh, what they can all fly? How come everyone can fly? Like every <laughs> fucking character Why can flies. the world just jump into the air? Yeah, like, just yeah. every everyone in that show flies. It's ridiculous. Uh, as we watched all three episodes, she's just like literally every fucking character flies. So you're just like, what the hell? Um, it just means it's not actually that big of a deal. Yeah, you that's just, what I'm saying. You but can like, just fly, like most people can fly. Like on Earth, we can't fly, but most people can. <laughs> and that's yeah. And they just did a really good job at executing. Of like, you only met these heroes probably about. I mean, you had the first what five minutes of screen time, and it showed you like a really good team, and like showed you how good their powers. Even like all Martian Man does is like what stretch and transform into things. That's all he does. So he's like a Mister yeah. Fantastic. Like he still was very uh, utilized, like really well utilized in that super team. And same yeah. thing with Green Ghost, where all of her ability is she just phases through shit. Like she doesn't. And like, if, you, if she's utilized. touching you, then you can phase. Like she yeah, just yeah. has to touch you. And they, in that scene where she stretches her toe out, yeah, they communicate that. Like all she has yeah. to do is touch you, and you can phase. They do all that building, and then they kill her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. 
I mean, I had written down just how brutal that last scene is. I know. Just... I, spoiler alert, I can't wait till Conquest. Can you imagine the fight with Conquest right now? I mean, can you imagine if they actually get this picked up, it gets to stay on. That fight yeah. with fucking Conquest is going to be fucking great. I don't, like, the, the one barrier to this show being a hit is people mm-hmm. being like, it's a cartoon. That's I, I don't I, know. Like, they had to. Oh, well, okay, here, well, here's a fun thing. I'm they not, are actually making a movie of this. I, there was I'm talks not, about making a movie. I'm not second guessing. This. Like, it had to be a cartoon. It had to be animated. Like, there's no other way to do it. But for the average person who might not watch it to just yeah. flip it on, yeah, it'll be like, oh, it's just a cartoon. You did shit. I mean, it's, but. It's really fucking good story. Like,. You, I mean, you can have, we can, you can think about that, but like, think of how long Adult Swim existed and how many adult cartoons there are. Like, it's not as rare. Like, the target audience isn't as small as it used to be. Like, people it's are not. Yeah. People are hungry for this, and I think that like with the success for the boys, for Amazon to be the ones to bring in another superhero thing. That's all, like, you're gonna look at a cartoon and you're like, why is this rated 18 plus? Like yeah. that right there it's, is gonna be it's the seller. Forty-seven minutes and it's rated eighteen plus. Yeah, I mean, like that should be the dead that giveaway. Be like, oh, this is different. But I mean, it's gonna be hard, like because in the beginning, there's still it has that, that stigma with scene. animation. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But like with the cast that's on it, yeah, it's it's gonna. I, I feel I mean, like they should. If, I hope it's a hit. Like, I think I, it's going to get approved for a second season and whether or not they make it to a third is going to be the touchy part because once they get finished releasing all these episodes and when they release that final episode where, and I mean, if they do it before then, if they do the whole Mark versus, I mean, the Invincible versus Omni-Man fight, if they do that before episode eight, I don't know where else they're going to go because that's the best <laughs> cliffhanger to have. But like what that episode, like, dude, that's going to be Thirty, like maybe not thirty, but it's still gonna be like twenty minutes of them just punching through skyscrapers, basically leveling entire cities and just demolishing everything. Yeah, if they stick to the comics, they, they you, it's it's literally, dude. That scene is literally in the trailer. If you watch the trailer, see you'll see Mark being punched through a bunch of fucking things, and then they show like a clip of him bloody and Ollie Man in the background. So like. If you really watch the trailer, you can find the clues of like, okay, there's going to be a fight between them. It's just trying to figure out how they get there is really the the trick. But they yeah. also hide it very, very well. I mean, I the place that I was reading all these articles on, they made a whole article on just the specific, like on that trailer of being like how they hid it so well of what's coming. I, I mean, mean, shit, saw Battle Beast is what really did it for me. Once I saw Battle Beast carrying him through the fucking chest and blood is shooting everywhere. I was like, okay, they are doing it. They're a success. This is going to be great. And that's like, when I heard Seth Rogen was like optioning it, I was like, this sounds good. I hope he loves this comic the same way I do. Oh, absolutely. And it, and it he, feels like he does. It feels oh, like he was like, the only way I'm going to do this is if we do it right. Well, yeah, <laughs> because the writer is both Ryan Otterly, the artist, and uh, uh, I think it's Robert Kirkman, 
um, the the original writer. Like they're the ones who are doing this, and they're the ones who are making the changes, and they're making and like you can see that there's definitely some economical choices that they're making. One of the things, at least in the three episodes, and like one of the things they point out is like there's not as many you know villain of the week characters in there anymore. I mean, for obvious reasons, you got story to tell. You only have eight episodes of 45 right. minutes. You yeah. got to move stuff along. So, like, there's a little bit of that, like, oh, you kind of missed that out. But they are, I mean, you'll see in episode two, episode three, um, I definitely will have some things I, I, I that I won't spoil now. But, like, there's some things that went down <laughs> that I wasn't super keen on. Like, I wish they did a better job or a different job on this. But um, I think it's because everything that we know from the comics, they're kind of taking a parallel route um and like they're kind of deviating from what was laid down before so like normal characters that you were used to are are they're different now like they're they're there's they're they're advertised different and there's probably yeah. a good reason why yeah well it's like i reread one through three of the comics and i was like i still like these they're so good Yes. But I understand why, like, every choice they made in episode one and what I remember from episode two. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. It all makes sense. Like, they're still telling the same story. They're just, all the same stuff is there. Yeah, it's not like Brotherhood, like, uh, my, uh, my, uh, like, uh, uh, FMA. Like, it's not going the Brotherhood route where it's like, oh, it's the same for the first episode. Uh, no. It's like, if you had uh, two parallel universes and they're pretty close to each other, but there's differences and you can understand why they went that route. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, except for in episode three, you'll, you'll, you'll have the same thing I have. So like, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, I think you're going to be the same way too, but um, like, it's hard for me because I really want to talk about the voice actors. But I can't really do that till our next episode, episode two, because that's where a lot of the choices that they made shine. Of like all, like the the the, the whole team team, like yeah, all of his choices. You're like, yeah, of course, of course, that's like those are all casted perfectly. Of should be who. <laughs> so yeah, well, like the, my last note. Is I hope this is a hit. It fucking deserves to be. God, it so does. <laughs> like it really it, does. Honestly, if this show was a shit show, I would say so. Yeah, and they fucking nailed it. Like, oh, they it's, really it's, did. it's so good. And like, even if it doesn't, I really hope it makes people read the comics. I mean, or I mean, it, how often can you go into a comic book series and know that it's done and it wasn't just written like shit? I mean, it's been like some people will label it the best comic series ever and i definitely would because he started writing it when he got near the end he was like you know what i'm gonna start writing it like it's ending and then he's like you know what it was ending and then it just worked out perfectly he wrapped it all up nothing was rushed it was just a very good ending very solid and like what comic book can you go there's not gonna be invincible sun or invincible two it's just Perfect. Or back like, from the dead, or yeah, like yeah, it's nope. just a story. It's like, just a really good epic, man. That's what it is. It's just an yeah. epic, and it's fantastic. And in my opinion, if they, if these guys on the series, what's really going to be the determining factor when episode eight comes out 
if it's not if not everyone's hooked, I'm gonna guess that they can get a season two. If they can make it past season two, yes, season three, I think that if they can get to season three, that they will be able to like they're gonna be it. They're good. They're gonna be golden. They're gonna be able to finish off everything. I think they can like keep building and make it up to like seven seasons, like he said that they could easily. It's just they need to get. It just, oh, uh, how, how, if you well, get enough people hooked. <laughs> that, well, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, the end of this episode is a hook. Like, anyone yes. with a brain would be hooked. But what would make you start watching the episode? You have to get over that hump of, this is a cartoon. I think how it's, they started it is both good and bad. Because when it first started, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I'm like, why are they... Because I'm interested in, like, how are you starting it? And, like, why are you starting it with these, like, two fucking dudes that I don't know anything about from the comic? This is weird. But then they get straight to it. So I think once you can get over that hump and you see, like, the good superheroes and, like, they did a really good job of, like, making it stand out from a normal, like, Justice League cartoon. Because it looks like Justice League animation. Yeah. And they did a good job of making it stand out by the whole Darkwing thing, like, being like, oh, he's gonna die, we're about to see a death. I mean, they still had yeah. Omni-Man come in there and save there, but then also, again, the whole scene with uh, Omni-Man and the Immortal, where the Immortal's like, oh, I was saving him. Like, uh, or, and then Omni-Man's like, no, I, I, I was saving him, like, I was doing my job, like, seeing that, like, oh, they're not just perfect superheroes, like, why are they having this kind of dis- disagreement during the fight? Yeah, I mean, Everything you're saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the show, the show rules. Like it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and like they're doing, they're doing a great job. It it could have been so much worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could have, but I think uh, Seth Rogen, it, like he really does it. Um, I know, like it all kind of started with like the Green Hornet, and that didn't look real great. But um, I mean, he did do the preacher. And the preacher is, um, it's on Hulu. Uh, and that's also another show that is done. It made it through five seasons and I really enjoyed it. And that's again, based off the comic book. And just because him and his best friend from like kids, this is what they do. They really like comics and they're like, well, we'll never do Marvel comics. Like, how about we try doing the comics that other people aren't doing like DC and Marvel, everything, but no one's making, you know, dark horse comics in the movies besides like yeah watch like watchmen watchmen is the only thing that stands out and like shit everybody loves watchmen so and i think seth rogan had something to do with the boys um i think he's kind of attached to it of like how that got launched in so you're like okay so he's got the preacher he's got the boys and then now he's got invincible like uh, like it's set up the road is paved like i really hope <laughs> that they can fucking just get on it yeah, it's it, one of those things. Like, if people actually just watched it, they would yeah, love it. Absolutely. If the hurdle is the animation. I, I mean, like, yeah, but at the same I, time, I'm not the, saying yeah. they sh- it shouldn't be animated. I'm just saying that's the hurdle. Like, oh right, absolutely. But I think when you have a big name like uh, uh, you know J.K. Simmons on there, and he's like you know one of the main characters at least going to be for the first season, it's one yeah. of the main characters, like, in a cartoon. Like, he doesn't do a lot of cartoons. Like, well, and it's, I mean, with Seth, I mean, 
Seth Rogen. I mean that that puts him up. So yeah, like it's gonna be. I yeah. I mean, you are right. It is gonna be hard for people to get over that cartoon hump, but I think like doing what they did at the end of the first episode was the way to set it up, and just to show like like. You showed that brutality in there, and like it's the same thing of why people love the boys. Like the boys has got that dark side, and like granted, the invincible invincible is like a boy's light, except for the brutality is more than the boys. Like it, it like if they this whole season should be have more brutality than all three seasons of the boys, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Well, well, we're at we're at an hour. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's been that long. Yeah. Well, I guess this is where we're gonna end it. I don't know what to say because it's not like yeah, it's not, yeah, we're we're pretty bad at ending. I don't really think that we have a good like. Well, that wraps it up. <laughs> podcast. What, like, what should the name of this podcast be? Uh. I was thinking just Vincible. Yeah, Vincible. <laughs> or, or uh, you know what? The name should be is Seth Rogen, Can We Suck Your Dick? That should be... <laughs> I mean, it's catchy. It's very got, catchy. Got that going for you. It's got a lot of flash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not invincible. No, God no. <laughs> God no. Nor would I want to be. <laughs> that poor guy, man. He's gonna go through some shit. Dude, I just like all I think about is what's coming. I think of conquest, I think of that uh uh that brain dude, the brainiac guy, the what's his face? The really smart one. Oh yeah, the across all these dimensions and universes. Yes. Yeah. All, yeah. That's all I think about. Those guys stand <laughs> out and then also uh the the um the dinosaur the guy? Well, yeah, the he, dinosaur he, guy is who I always think of. Oh, really? Yeah, Tyra- no. Is it Tyrannus or a Tyrannosaur or something? Like, yeah, you could be right. Just I mean, like a a weakling that randomly transforms into a super genius dinosaur. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> no, so stupid, but also awesome. Like I, I always, I always think of that that that. Guy, the, the 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 super scientist, and then I also think about the I think of conquest, and then I always think of the those aliens, the 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 brain aliens, the ones that like are like a star shape or whatever, and like once they take over, like they're a hive. Oh yeah, I remember those now. Yeah, yeah those yep. are the three that I see as like <laughs> the most major threats in the in the entire comic. Like those have always been the major threats. I forgot about those mines. Yeah, <laughs> those dude. starfish aliens. <laughs> yeah, man, you wait. Right? It has so many great characters and just yeah. like and great villains. Uh, That's why it's such a great comic. Like it's Oh well one spoiler for you is that they do bring back at least uh Doc Seismic. He's in it. The guy that has the uh he can make earthquakes with the with the bracelets. He he hits like his bracelets together and like he makes like a lot like earthquakes. I don't remember him at all. Oh, as soon as you see him, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that dude." Like he's definitely kind of like a, a a a bad guy of the you know the bad guy of the week. He's he's in it. They do bring us pretty pretty solid, and, and how they dealt with it was. Really- well, we'll talk about it. Next yeah, week. next week. Yeah, right. Absolutely. 
uh, yeah, I can't wait to rewatch that episode. So, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. A lot happens in that second episode. You can see like where they're starting to make a lot of choices to differentiate the comic versus the, um, the, the animated series. Like they made a lot of choices that like took everything at different routes. It, they they start setting themselves apart, and like, I mean, what episode blows, one made me trust them. So. Well, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and and two, and two you'll see is like really solid, and like and that's what I'm really interested in is like they want to do, like I said, they do want to make a movie. The talks for the movie came before the animated series. It's been in talks since like 2017, I think, and there they're so cool if it was an animated movie. No, they want to do real life, and they are and that. Even that is going to be different than both the comic and this. So they're doing three different ways of this. I don't know how they're going to execute it, but if they, I mean, dude, like, I don't know how you pull it off in a two hour format, but I mean, who knows? Like, what they're going to do? Like, oh, make it conquest? If they just made it straight conquest, just sped through his little, you know, first 10 minutes is introductory, and then they make the whole Vultramite, like, the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's how you do that. But it would be brutal. Can you imagine doing that as a movie? Like, the fucking brutality of that? I mean, it's all there. Like, all the material is there. Yeah. It's just, how do you organize it for a movie? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why it's taking so long. That's why there's not a fucking movie. And why there's an animated series before the movie. Like, it's been in talks forever, dude. Well, (laughs) I think nowadays, I think people are more, like, with a book or a comic or whatever. We can make a show, like oh no, it, it's more like, like you don't have to make a movie anymore. Well, here here's what's really funny. It's because right now we live in the mentality of that. Ugh, I don't want to sit here and watch a movie for two hours. That's I don't have two hours to watch a movie, and then cut to that same person streaming the same series for yeah, five binge, hours straight, binge watching <laughs> yeah. a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and that and that's and that's why there is not really a movie, and that's why there's a series now being released in the same format as the boys. Yeah. And yep. this concludes our podcast, Invincible, with Brian and Sean. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think we've covered everything. Yeah. We got there. We did it. Yeah. Sorry, I definitely was leaking into the other stuff. It just cause. It, it, you know, I I watched all three in a row, and and well, she's like, "Oh, I thought we were doing just one." I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> that, I mean, that that can just be our thing. Like, you know more than me, so. Well, yeah, and, and yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of been my thing is you're gonna be the driver, and I'm gonna be the guy that has all the knowledge behind all this stuff, like the voice actors and stuff to see who was all in it, and like this could be a lot of that. Like, I didn't know the names of the Guardians of the Globe. Until about like you know an hour before we started this, <laughs> like I like I, I looked I looked it up and wrote them all down. I'm just like oh, okay because you're right. I didn't know I knew Martian Man, but I couldn't remember Red Rush, but I didn't know Green Ghost or you know War Woman or Aquarius. I don't I don't know any of them. Yeah, know. exactly. And just, even though I've watched all of them, and like they go more into it a little bit in the second episode. The but, only reason I knew Steve was John Ham is because I paused it. And when you pause, oh it, yeah, Amazon, you saw the thing. Did the, that really get you? Did that surprise you? Up and I was like, oh, John Ham is Steve. Oh like, man, that was one I of was... the top two or three names when you press pause. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> I was so ready to blow your mind with that. Like, I was like, when, oh, when you're talking about Steve. 
Well, I recognized his voice at first. I'm like, I know yeah. that. I know that voice. Yeah. And then I had to pause it for one reason or another. I have a child. Who knows yeah. why? And I was like, oh, John Hamm is Steve? And that's... So I'm like, oh, he's probably going to be part of this for a while. Right. <laughs> but, all right, well, um, if you're... If, there's someone who's still listening to this. If there's anyone listening. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Sweet Make sure Jesus. you smash that like button. Let's subscribe. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know we were that interesting. And now we're not. And there's no one listening. All right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're done. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to Here Goes Nothing. We're signing off for now, but as always... Put some pants on and let's get in the sky, my boy.